What's up, everyone? Welcome to the first episode of Damn That's Good with Big Salinas Barbecue. I'm Randy, joined with my brother, Junior Salinas. Together, we're just two owners of Big Salinas Barbecue. Just a little bit about us. We've been in business since 2016. Under Big Salinas Barbecue was originally done with our father. You know, for 10 years, he had health issues, which he still kind of does, but it's getting better. So we kind of took over and, you know, wanted to leave a legacy that he started. And just like his father had a legacy for him. So that's what we're doing is we're building a legacy for our kids, our nieces and nephews, so they have something to fall back on. This whole podcast is just to show you who we are, our family. We're going to bring some barbecue fun. We're going to help you, you know, learn some barbecue tips, tricks, um, recipes. This first episode, we're going to talk about turkeys, sides, pies, you know, everything there is to do with Thanksgiving, family, fun, football, um, you name it, it's going to be in here. If you have any questions about anything, please email us, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, BigSalinasBarbecue.com or on Twitter as well. If you have any rubs, sauces, or whatever you want us to um, review, please, you know, let us know. Um, we'll love to give you a shout out. So during this whole COVID time, you know, I know it's tough for um, a lot of small businesses um, not being able to make ends meet. You know, for us, you know, we come out with our barbecue sauce in April, um, right, you know, in Texas, right when shutdown happened to happen. We got lucky that we we're able to get our sauce in production and out. Um, but so many businesses, you know, uh, restaurants, um, stores, you know, mom and pop shops, um, haven't been able to be that lucky. Um, so we want to help bring those out and show those, you know, show you, um, you know, rubs and sauces and glazes and accessories that you may not ever heard of. Um, you know, our favorite in our family is Holy Smoked Spice Company. Um, you know, we've been partnering with them since April. Um, give them a follow. Um, try their stuff. It's really great. Blazing Bones Barbecue is another good one. Um, GC Seasonings, uh, Spicy Caballero, all these stuff. We're, you know, we're going to touch base, you know, through each episode. And that's all this is going to be about. Um, so with that further ado, I'm going to turn it over to my partner in crime, my brother, Junior. Hey, hey, hey. All right. So he, Randy's right. Uh, what we're going to do is, like I said, expand on it. We're going to tell you something about us. We're going to let this is a way for you to get to know us and kind of our inner workings. We're going to tell you a little life story, something that brought us to whatever product we did. We're, like I said, he said, right, we're going to give you some tips and tricks that we've learned along the way because you can never learn too much. You can never get, you can always get better. And then I think that at the end, we do want to review any product you want us to review. And it could be anything. Uh, if it's not barbecue related, hey, I just want you to try this. Help me build my business. We're willing to try it, to review it, and, and share it with our listeners so we can help you. Uh, and that's the biggest thing that we want to do is we're all about helping others and helping people. And if we can help you. It's going to help us. And then I think it's just going to help everybody in general. Uh, so that's what we're uh, looking to do. That's what we're about. Like I said, one of our slogans is a family, family owned, family run, and uh, we want to cook for your family. And uh, if we can help you in any way, don't hesitate to reach out to uh, myself, Randy, uh, on it. So, and we'll go from there uh, and we'll do whatever we have to, to kind of help you out and give you any kind of knowledge or tricks that you need uh, to just make you a better barbecue. And then one day you can be our pit master like Randy. I think for me, the story that kind of hit and I went back and forth on what story, I mean, I could put this story, this Thanksgiving with my daughter. Uh, but for me, I think it hit on the way to Lubbock this uh, uh, Tuesday when we were going down there for a funeral and stuff like that and it made me kind of think about the family members that we've lost and when we were kids we went up to Lubbock and said hey we received one with my aunt uh, Luann and Aunt Virginia and of course my grandpa uh, who've all uh, passed since then and I think those things as a young kid for me seeing the love and the way everybody cooked their portion and the love that you shared with the family member uh, I think for me, that was one of the best things uh, that I remember about Thanksgiving is anytime I'm there, we're there in Lubbock because we don't go down that often. Uh, we have 
lives here that we have to lead and all that. So anytime we're down there, especially around the holidays, it's special because uh, everybody comes together. The love that we all share. And you can finally, you see that's the love we have as that family. And uh, that's, to me, it's one, a very special uh, thing that you know, we'll miss them, but uh, we know they're with us. But uh, I think that to me is, like I said, all the pies and stuff. I mean, you gained 20 pounds eating up there. You know how it is around making families. But uh, you gained some weight. You gained some things. But just like I said, that love and uh, that we had and that they share, even though you weren't around, uh, they would make you feel special and wanted like you were there every day. Yeah, when we went down to Lubbock, you know, uh, our aunts would really kind of do all the cooking. Um, and one would cook like the best macaroni salad the best mashed potatoes um you're talking about uh i don't remember what the exact name of it uh junior you may know the um cookies virginia used to make was like the million millionaire oh, she, she made those millionaire ones they yeah. make them in the store but it's something about home cooking and just to me you yeah. never gonna find it right yeah and ever since really since you know unfortunately since you know those two aunts you know passed you know we haven't been able to get any kind of cooking like that i mean you know yeah with our own family you know you're talking about you know green bean casserole mashed potatoes um you know pies galore cookies you know anything like that but ever since then you know those memories you know kind of come back and you know you're like man i really do miss those millionaire candies you know smelling them as soon as she's baking like what is this you know those were the best things really that I can remember. For me, um, how I got into actual cooking, you know, being around, you know, our uncles down in Lubbock, um, one of them's got his own barbecue catering company, Old Rusty Barbecue, um, and then the other one is a butcher. Um, so being around them and my dad cooking, that's what kind of got us, got me into it. Um, but it wasn't until 2015, um, you know, when Barbecue Pitmasters was on TV and that became popular. Um, watching that brought back all those memories of, you know, me and my brother helping our dad, you know, cater for weddings, cater for parties and seeing him up, him up all night, you know, cooking briskets. And um, that just made me want to get back into it. Um, so, you know, he had the actual pit the very first pit that you can find on our Instagram and Facebook, just go all the way back um, and see it. It was, you know, very small looking pit. Um, so we cleaned it out. Um, he went with me to the grocery store. We got a little uh, piece of beef, threw it on the smoker, turned out great. Um, we all sat down as a family, you know, um, and my brother and sister said, Hey, you know what, this is something you can do. Um, you know, and, Sure enough, you know, I got with my brother and says, hey, you know what, what are, what are you thinking about getting a, you know, catering company? What are you thinking about doing it? And that's when we came up with Big Selena's Barbecue, you know, because we're all big, you know, and we got to have Selena's in the name. Uh, and then when you look at our logo, you know, I told him, you know, the ultimate thing to cook is a pig, you know, a whole pig. We hadn't done it yet, but, you know, that's the ultimate thing, you know, you can do as a barbecuer is to cook that. So I said, I wanted a pig. Um, he came up, you know, we found one, you know, he paid for the rights for it. He designed it and everything. And, you know, since then, it's been a big journey. You know, sh sure enough, six years ago, we didn't think about having our own sauce. You know, he had been talking to me about it. When are you going to get that sauce bottle? When are you going to get that sauce bottle? And I was told, no, nah, no, nah, I don't know. And it wasn't until 2019 when I says, you know what, let's do it. Finally got the recipe down and sure enough, what, six, seven months later, you look at it, almost a thousand bottles sold in a year, less than a year, 10 stores, and seeing what it's doing in the competition trail with all these great pitmasters using our product, just every time they get a call, I feel like I'm with them. Even though I'm not, it feels like on that stage, you know, that, that call is my call. Um, and I tell them, you know, congratulations, you know, thank you for the support and love. That's what got us into it, and that's what's keeping us hearing all those reviews and getting people saying, hey, you know what, I love your barbecue, love your sauce. Uh, when can I get more? And then you get into, you know, turkeys. You got, you know, you can do smoked, you can do fried, roasted. Um, people nowadays, they're doing uh, smoked and then fried. Um, that's something we may do next year. Uh, 
who knows we may do a video of it coming soon uh, but you know our favorite thing to really kind of do is having a smoked turkey um, and then you know frying one you know for Christmas uh, but this year you know I think we're gonna do a roasted turkey that my mom's gonna do and then we're going to do a smoked turkey breast and then of course you know we're frying up some turkeys for customers we're cooking brisket for customers sausage you name it you've been listening to damn that's good with big salinas barbecue and when we get back randy will walk us through the process of prepping and getting a turkey ready for smoking or frying or roasting after these messages as far as defensive player of the year they have miles garrett number one Aaron Donald, number two, and T.J. Watt, number three. Every every accolade that is thrown at T.J. Watt just fires me up, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? As a Cowboy fan, it just, it's like it's like the new uh, Randy Moss. Like, when we didn't take Randy Moss, I was haunted by that through his whole career. It's kind of the same thing. It should fire you up because we actually had a chance at that type of uh, playmaker, uh, and, and he's not doing his damage on our team and doing it for a rival, uh, a longtime rival at that. Absolutely. But he didn't fit our scheme. He was too small. What do you think about? You got to find a way for a guy to fit your scheme. Did did that win fit anybody's scheme? The guy was too small. (laughs) We found a way to make a guy like that. He was a playmaker. He was just a natural playmaker and a leader. And we found a way to make him. Randy, I know one of the main things about cooking for uh, is to have confidence in it and put the love in it. I think that's a big thing we got to do. So if we're talking turkeys, me, the, if somebody that's never fried it, how do they fry a turkey? What's what's the steps that they need to do to make them be successful in fried turkey? Uh, really go with the small turkey. When you get into the big turkeys, it's going to take longer and you're going to have the skin's going to be way too crispy. It's going to be almost to the long lines of being burnt. Um, when I select a turkey to fry, it's really usually between 11 and 13 pounds. Um, I think 13 is really probably the perfect size, in my opinion, of it. Um, and then you can either brine it, inject it, or you don't have to do anything at all. Most of the turkeys nowadays are coming with some kind of um, brine or injection already put in it. Um, so, I mean, you know, if you get into the brining, you can either do a homemade brine or you can get um, like a bird bath from Meat Church, um, turkey brine from Cosmos Q. Um, you can go small business. Um, I think uh, Lucky Charm Barbecue has a, a new turkey injection that they come out with, or turkey brine, I, I think. Um, but homemade brine, if you're looking for a homemade brine, um, what I would recommend is uh, half a cup of kosher salt, uh, two thirds cup of light brown sugar, uh, two tablespoons of garlic and onion powder uh, and then mix that with cold water and then take whatever rub you're going to use um, so when I w- would do it um, I actually bought moisture magic from Cosmos Q you take a couple ta- teaspoons of that uh, mix it with your ground up rub um, I'd recommend uh, foul play from Holy Smokes grind that up a bit mix that together with that moisture magic um, and then just mix that into the brine and brine it overnight. Um, recommend, you know, an hour per pound for the uh, turkey, but you can go 24 hours if you want. Um, and then once you take it out, you know, just leave it on the counter, get your oil up to temperature, you know, to 350. Um, let that skin kind of air dry out. And then before you hit it with that, uh, whatever rub you're going to use, you know, you can use Tony Saturi's Creo seasoning. Um, goes really nice with, uh, if you're looking for, you know, Cajun fried turkey. Um, and then I would recommend hitting it with some duck fat just to kind of get that rub to adhere to the skin. And then just, you know, fry it about three and a half minutes per pound. Uh, wait, when you take it out, when you insert it in first, go slow. Um, if you don't know how much oil to put it in before you even brine it, before you take it out of the bag, get your pot, put the turkey in the pot and fill it up with water. And then you can mark where you need um, 
the water level to be once you take the turkey out and that'll be your gauge of you know where you need to be yeah um, we don't know any fires right no yeah fire yes yeah and then make sure it is completely thawed out because if not do not fry a frozen turkey because you will have a you know fire issue on hands uh, but if you run into the issue where you know you've taken it out three or four days and it's not thawed out you can brine it and that brine is going to make sure it is fully thawed out before you deep fry it um, and then just make sure you know it's up to you know 165 um, and the breast and 170 about in the thigh and you'll be perfect it's going to be a delicious juicy bird Awesome. So, I mean, you, you mentioned all of the, the techniques and stuff on it. And of course, all of those can be purchased uh, on the websites for those companies. Is there any stores that somebody local could go into to, to kind of do it? To buy yeah, if, some of those things? Yeah, if you're in uh, the McKinney area, um, Char 380 has uh, most of your injections and brines that you got. So when you hear this episode, if you're looking for some killer brines, head up to Char 380, get you some bird bath from uh, Meat Church. Uh, Elk Creek Barbecue's got some up there. Um, you got all the kind of rubs, whatever you need. Um, they do have the foul play from Holy Smoked up there. Um, they got the moisture magic, so everything's there that you need to fry the turkey or even smoke the turkey. Every, they got everything. And I think you did good on, especially, I know we've, uh, you've taught Mason, our nephew, how to do, to fry the turkey. It really is big to drop it in slow. I saw a video today, and the guy dropped it in too fast, and they almost bit it. So make sure you're, uh, do we need to be a safe distance away from the house? Do we need to be undercover? I mean, what do they need to do just to be 100% safe so they don't set their house on fire? I, when I do it, I do it on our back porch that, you know, it's all uh, concrete. Um if you got grass, you, I'd recommend putting some concrete pavers down. Um, don't do it on grass. If you got a concrete level, concrete space, do it on a do it on that. I've seen people maybe try to do it on wood, um, but as long as you don't go over on the oil, you won't have any kind of leakage that comes out. Um, just make sure, yeah, you, you know, like you, we said, just drop it in slowly, and you'll be good. And then, of course, make sure it is level. Good point on that. So, okay, so uh, if we're looking at smoking a turkey now, we're looking at smoking it. What are some uh, – What are? how do you smoke your turkeys? I mean, what is something you do, like, what you use to smoke your turkeys? Uh, so, I mean, and anyone listening, if you are scared about smoking a turkey, if you smoked a chicken uh, – uh, or, you know, you've even grilled it, whatever. If you've done chicken halves, chicken, a whole chicken, spatchcock chicken, you can smoke a turkey. It's A turkey is literally just four times the size of a chicken. You know, so a lot of you may hear of us, oh, a turkey is just a big chicken, and that's, you know, really the truth. Um, for us, or for me, when I go to smoke a turkey, um, I usually either brine it or inject it, depending on how many orders I've got. Um, this year, we've only got one that is requesting us to be uh, a smoked turkey. So what I'm going to do is brine it with the actual um, fried turkeys, so they're all together. And then I'm going to hit it with some holy smoked uh, Picoso rub and uh, foul play. That combination alone, if you're looking for good chicken backyard chicken recipe those two rubs i'd highly recommend it brings back so many memories of you know having you know our uncles cook chicken and stuff you know even our dad cook it you know that brings back those kind of memories for me um and i know probably for you too Junior. um but you get those you get those two rubs hit it and then i would pin those wing tips back behind the neck so if you don't know what i mean basically you take your arms and put it behind your head that's basically what i mean um and that what that's going to do is going to give it a good all-around color color under that wing um and it's not going to burn the wing tip um and then i'd hit it with duck fat maybe like every hour and if you don't know what duck fat is basically all it is it's a healthier choice from pam uh vegetable spray you know that butter spray that you get it's healthier for you. Um, 
it burns at a higher temperature. So it's going to help you get a crispier skin. It's going to help you get a better color. Um, so once you put it on, really I'd recommend cooking at about 250 to 275. The higher you go, the higher the temperature is, the quicker it's going to burn and the crispier that skin is going to be. Um, certainly if you want to cook at 225, you know, you can, but you're going to be looking anywhere from five hours to eight hours, depending on how big, big the turkey is. Um, so after the first hour or two, I'll hit it with some duck fat until it gets the color that I want. If it gets too far past the brown color that I'm looking for, then what I'll do is uh, take a piece of foil and tint it over it. So that way it'll help it not get black. Um, and if you want to take it even further, if you want a barbecue kind of turkey, um, you can get some of our Big Salinas barbecue sauce, um, either the original or spicy, whichever one you prefer. Um, and you could just base it over like you would a chicken, let that glaze cook over it, and it's going to be delicious. Um, when you go in a carve it too, you can even dip it in it. I had some yesterday up at Chard, and oh man, it was delicious with that sauce. Awesome. So, what as far as when they smoke in a turkey, obviously you got to have some wood. What's the some of the wood that you prefer? Like, what's does that add to the flavor? Does it take a does, what does it do? It's going to add flavor. Um, when I cook, I cook with pecan. Um, if you're cooking on, you know, a drum or something, uh, or just, you know, where you're just using charcoal, maybe B&B briquettes is what I'd recommend, the actual orange bag. Um, you certainly, you can cook with either hickory or oak. Um, you can hit it with a combination of maybe pecan and cherry. Uh, but when I do it, I do it with pecan. It just adds the flavor of it. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, when you're cooking on a pit, like we're going to be cooking on ours, we're going to be cooking uh, briskets and uh, the turkey on it. So you're going to get some of that flavor from the brisket into the actual turkey itself. So uh, as we continue with the smoking on it, and he mentioned the sauce that we sell, kind of explain to people what exactly your sauce does. Because when they think of – most people think of sauce, they think of something like Sweet Baby Ray's or something that really takes it and yeah. this is your flavor. What is your sauce? What does Big Selena's barbecue sauce do to the spices that are going to add to their turkey or brisket or whatever? So our sauce, if you don't know what our sauce is, the original and spicy – are basically the, the same recipe, it's just the spicy is going to have a kick to it, and it's not going to be a lot of kick, it's just going to be that right amount of kick. Um, it is a sweet sauce, it's sweet and tangy, but it's nowhere near sweet baby ray. So, if you're um, you know, looking for a sweet sauce that's not too sweet, I'd recommend ours. Um, it's not a dipping sauce when you think of barbecue sauce, a lot of people see you know that dipping sauce you get at a restaurant or you get at a fast food place. It's there's two different, in my opinion, there's two different types of sauces. There's a dipping sauce and there's a glaze. Uh, so ours is of a glaze where you can just put it on it. It's got, it's thick enough for it to stay and it's thin enough for it just to run on the meat so that when you put it on the meat, it's not going to take away the seasonings. It's going to just basically melt in and have a good combination of it. So, you know, we hear all the time, you know, having, even our spicy sauce, uh, you know, people using it with spicy rubs, and they're like, oh, my goodness, that's the best combination I've ever had. It mixes in with any rub that you got, whether it's sweet, heat, whatever you like, you can put our sauce on it, and it's going to give you a great combination for it. Awesome. Uh, so, like I said, you're just saying it's more of a glaze now. If they're smoking this turkey, just real quick, what's – we're looking at what's the temperature that you usually smoke it at and what's our finished temperature that we're looking for to, so that they know kind of where to stay in and, and around. Uh, I smoke it anywhere between 250 and 275. Um, just kind of let the pit do its work. Uh, usually it should take anywhere from four to five hours. Uh, you can't rush the process for it. Um, you want to shoot just like you would, you know, frying it, 165 in the breast, 170 about in the thigh. Um, but the biggest thing is you, when you go to probe it, you want to make sure that juice runs clear. Um, that's what lets you know it's done. And if you're unsure of it, you can always leave it a little bit longer. Um, if you are going to probe it, 
I would go with a leave-in probe so that way you can monitor both the dark meat and the light because the more you probe it, the more juices you're going to lose and you don't want to continue to probe it and lose all those juices that you got in the brine or in your ejection. Um, and then once you deep pull it, just let it rest for your 15, 20 minutes before you go to carve it. Because um, you, when you go to carve it, if you cut it right after, it's going to dry up. And they're going to have it, it's going to be good, but it's not going to be as moist when you go to eat it, you know, two or three hours later. You want to have that same moisture when it's cold than when, you know, when you pull it out, pull it off and it's hot. So we don't want any National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation turkey. Catherine, <laughs> this turkey tastes half as good as it looks. I think we're all in for a very big treat. <laughs> Save the neck for me, Clark. Okay, Eddie. Look at that. Sorry. Why are you crying? I told you we put it in too early. Oh, it's just a little dry. It's fine. I told you. Here's the heart. Now, I will say there are some where you may see where it is black. Black doesn't mean that it's burnt. Some of the rubs will turn your turkey dark. Um, so if you're looking, if you have an issue where you've cooked it in the past and it's, you know, the turkey's black and you don't know what's going on, hit it less with the rub. Uh, maybe go with the color of a rub that's not so dark of a red because that red rub will kind of make it dark. But like oh. I said, it's not... It, most of the time it's not going to be burnt some people prefer that skin to be black awesome so it's cajun right <laughs> that's it, that's it. <laughs> so if we're looking at going just more traditional we've hit the outside somebody just wants a straight straight up roasted turkey uh they want to do it in the oven they don't have a smoker like me that lives in an apartment i don't i don't have the luxury of having a smoker or grilling um what is what's how would you do yours with some tips on it uh i would go along the same lines you can brine it or inject it um just to kind of and what that brine does it just enhances the flavors um the same thing with the injection um and if you don't have like the refrigerator space to brine it you can do it on the cooler um just get you a cooler fill it up you know the water level past the turkey put some ice in it leave it overnight and same thing when you go to uh, put it in the oven, just make sure you're taking some of that juices in the bottom of the pan and just basting it over the top. And that's just going to enhance the flavor of it. Um, if you're looking for a good little roasted recipe, you can try one tablespoon of kosher salt, a half teaspoon of uh, black pepper, uh, half a lemon, and just kind of squeeze it and put some on, on the bottom of it. Uh, you can do a handful of fresh sage, um, some fresh thyme, parsley, four cloves of garlic, um, one cup of stock, and just put that on the bottom of it. So when you go to base it, you're getting all those flavors that are mixing in in the bottom and the, the juices from the turkey put it on top. And you can still season it with whatever you want. Um, I know people, some people do just salt and pepper. Uh, if you got a, you know, your favorite rub, you can do the same thing in the, in the oven. If you do go and get Holy Smokes Foul Play, pull that skin back and hit that skin or the breast with that Holy Smoked Foul Play, and it's going to be delicious. If you haven't tried it, try it on some uh, chicken fajitas, and oh my goodness, it is, it's going to produce you the best chicken fajitas you've ever had. Awesome, awesome. So what are we looking at as far as our temperature? Uh, I know... And the time, usually a time frame uh, that you would roast it and cook it? Uh, you can go at a higher heat, like if uh, you don't want to be up all night or don't want to be checking every so often. Uh, you can put it in like 450 uh, for like an hour or two and then just dial that, dial it back once it gets closer to being done. Um, so once you get it almost to 165, it's about 150, you can pull it back to about 250 and just let it cook the rest. Um, if you prefer just to put it in and leave it uh, 225 and just let it go. And then, of course, you know, get up, you know, maybe three or four hours in and just baste it again 
Now, when you get back up at six, baste it again. And then, you know, it does give you a good roasted turkey, you know. Some of the best Thanksgivings we've ever had before we, you know, smoked or fried or, you know, our mom making roasted roasted turkeys. Right on. Can't beat a classic. Nope. So you guys getting into some sides this, this uh, Thanksgiving? Oh, you know it. <laughs> what are the yeah, staples? So we, what are the staples of the Big Salinas family uh, Thanksgiving sides edition? Ours we usually have, of course, you know, mashed potatoes, green bean casserole. Maybe occasionally we'll have like a potato salad or macaroni salad that's uh, just store bought. Uh, I would think this year we're going to be doing homemade uh, rolls. Um, that recipe I cannot give it to you because uh, it is a recipe for Big Salinas barbecue family only unfortunately uh, but I think this year we may do like a smoked mac and cheese once we get back from delivering orders uh, and just kind of hitting hit on that if you're looking for a good tricked out you know blow your mind kind of on mac and cheese that you never tried before um, I'd recommend you getting some cream cheese uh, I prefer the fiesta blend cheese if you can't get that, you know, the Mexican cheese uh, or really any kind of cheese that has three or four different cheeses in it, you know, your cheddar, uh, you know, stuff like that in it. Mixing those two in with milk. Uh, you know, of course, get your macaroni al dente. Um, I hit it with some holy smoked infinite goodness. It's basically used kind of salt, pepper, garlic, onion powder type thing. And then once you do mix those two in, put it on a smoker. You can take some leftover brisket if you got it, bacon, uh, turkey, chicken, whatever you prefer. Put it in it, mix it all together, smoke it for however you want. Once you get it brown on top, uh, pull it off and then you can hit it with some barbecue sauce. You can hit it with some bacon on top, parsley, cilantro, whatever you want to put on top and it's going to be delicious. Like it's going to be gone before you know it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, because I think that's the thing where you, uh, you've got to have your dressing and you got to have your gravy on it. It's just that's a must. I think if you don't have the gravy and you don't have any kind of like dressing or anything like that, I mean, what are, we're missing something in your Thanksgiving in that my yeah. opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to have that brown gravy. You got to. You got to. That's the one time a year I think I, <laughs> I eat it this time yeah. of year because it's not healthy for you. Except uh, for this year, I think some of some of our nieces and nephews may go with our barbecue sauce instead. I never tried that, but man, I have to try that. <laughs> we'll have to give you a review next podcast on that. We'll try that. But I think the rolls, I mean, you mentioned the rolls to me. I mean, I put it out there, uh, some questions and stuff on Facebook and stuff, and we got a lot of you know, green bean casserole and, of course, to a freshly baked roll, a nice hot roll. Uh, we'll have to make some for you, Chris, here so you can try some of our rolls. But Hell like yeah, said, hell yeah. That, that thing's on lock and key right there. We're not yep. the recipe. But, uh, and as I said, you know, people like the green bean casserole, the stuffing, the dressing, the gravy. I think all of those are staples on it. And, and you know, sometimes even some rice will get thrown in there. just depends on how she oh, feels yeah. like cooking. So... <laughs> You gotta have your staple there. Yeah. yeah, and with our family, if you ever want uh, Spanish rice, you just gotta ask Nick to tell Grandma to make him some rice, and you're gonna get some rice. <laughs> nice. Very true. Very true. And then, of course, when he gets old enough and can't do it no more, then we'll just tell you to eat and go tell Grandma that you want some rice. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, too. Like I said, with the the green bean casserole, that's the easiest. I think the, my one of my favorites. I like eating it. I could eat it all year round, but it seems to be that it's only done here, and that's. You know, of course, super simple to do. I know I like it myself with the uh, the whole green beans, not the string green beans. So yeah, uh, but you can have it either way. I mean, that's up to your personal thing. And then of course the French onion right there on top of it with the uh, the cream of mushroom thing. And it's just to me, it's it's very simple recipe. It's on every can, especially this time of year. Uh, Once you're done with that, then you got to have desserts. That's the big thing. My favorite dessert that I like to have for it is is pumpkin pie. I mean, that's the thing that's, to me, that's the one thing I'd like to have um, on it. And then you can have a little fruit salad or something like that. I mean, some people put that as a side, but to me, it, I think that's more of a dessert. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's dessert, too. Let's, let's make a little quick top five list, top five Thanksgiving uh, desserts. We already got pumpkin pie and fruit salad. Uh, I love fruit salad. That's my favorite um, of the Thanksgiving um, 
de- desserts. Uh, what about you, Randy? Um, my favorite go-to is um, banana pudding. But only really, there's only been two people that been able to cook it to where I like it. Uh, one, we're never going to get to cook again, and we're not going to speak her name. Uh, but the other one is uh, our cousin Paula. She makes probably the best banana pudding. You know, when she makes it, you, you're talking about everyone flocking to it and getting it. That's how good it is. Uh, yeah, it's got the vanilla wafers and everything. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. And of course, you know, probably after that, either probably maybe a apple pie, a freshly homemade apple pie, pecan pie. Yeah, oh, yeah. that in there. So, uh, and I, to me, I like it when somebody makes it. I'm with you, Randy. I like it when somebody makes it, and uh, and like I said, when you think that to me is like that's the huge thing about cooking, yeah. it, especially with homemade. It always sounds better than when you go to the store and buy it. But I know sometimes nowadays you're short for time, and that's the way you have to do it. But uh, when you can take the time to do it. Um, Again, I asked this question on uh, Facebook as well. We got a whole bunch of answers from it, and people put like chocolate pie with uh, with some whipped cream on there. That's that'd be pretty good. Some sweet potato pie, uh, and then of course, like I said, pretty much our staples uh, on there with the fruit salad, uh, pumpkin pie. Let's see, there, somebody said an egg pie, which was basically like a lemon pie but with eggs. I mean, yeah, I don't know about that. that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but um, you know, I think this is more of a side. Somebody had deviled eggs. I think you could consider that more of a side or even an appetizer, like a pre pre thing on there. But uh, I think with anything you do, like I said, it's there. And then of course, somebody had it on there, a uh, oh, key yeah. lime pie. Which is really yeah, that's like Mason's that. favorite dish or dessert right there, key lime pie. Yeah, yeah. Mason and Jeff's. And of course, you can't forget that cherry pie too. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to put a poll up on social to see who wins the the holiday, <laughs> the, the battle royal of desserts, <laughs> Thanksgiving Day desserts. Yeah, it had to probably be you know either pumpkin pie or pecan pie. You know, any kind of family Thanksgiving. Those are going to be your two probably most popular ones to see. That was so much fun talking food with the boys. If you want us to talk about a specific item. Or if you want to vote on our dessert battle royale, make sure to follow Big Salinas Barbecue on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Thank you again for listening. Here is a clip of the Good Vibes Podcast. On this week's episode of Good Vibes Podcast, we start with gifts and gifts. Men's Health Month, so I give my cheap prostate exam advice. We talk about colonoscopies and general men's health. Hey, baby. Then, then as we, uh, of course, reference prostate exams, it reminds Chris of his old school Mexican plumbing solutions and pesos for pee rights. Put the poop paper in the basket. Weird stuff you encountered at a sleepover. We talk about breakfast. Our special guest this week is Chris Wiseman, a.k.a. Captain Redbeard. You can follow him on Twitch. We talk about gaming. We talk about wearing jinkos again. Journalism department memories. An hour in the lounge. References. In-person arcades. Video games then and now. Rage Against the Machines. Run the Jewels. The Yankee and the Brave. And check out Red Zeppelin, a record shop in McKinney. That's what's happening. And much, much. Hey, you know what I was always curious about, guys? What? What's your favorite breakfast cereal? Let's start the show! 12-12 Luke 12! Twinkies. Twinkies don't re- Twinkies aren't good. Uh, they Wait, used to be really good. I like, the, I like the old-fashioned fruit pie, man. Well, it is that time of year... The March to Christmas, and I know there's some products uh, that are available. These are some things that you might want to get uh, someone that you love. I know you have a list of things and that you want to share with everybody. To smoke, uh, grill, whatever it is, or just cook in the oven, or you know, Insta- Instapot, whatever. Um, go-to seasonings, really. Um, you can look them up on Facebook, like even hearing me talk about Holy Smoke Spice Company. Um, Blazing Bones is another good one. Uh, spicy Caliero, 
is a really good one. If you're looking for some spicy, spicy stuff, hit him up. He's got some spicy ones. If it says hot, I can guarantee you it's going to be hot. And then, of course, you get into, you know, your probes. you got to have a probe. Uh, so if you know someone who cooks that doesn't have a, you know, meat thermometer, anything from Thermoworks um, is what I'd recommend. If you got someone who loves to grill, grill steaks, grill grates, it's going to give you the best grill marks out there. Um, and it's not going to help. It's not going to burn it. Um, and then, you know, if you've got someone who likes to inject stuff like me, uh, a meat injector gun, um, and you're going to hear me hit, hit a lot of this for my family, you know, this is what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course you get, you know, you get into like a, if you got prep stuff, you, there's a barbecue prep board that char 380 cells. It's an orange um, with a white cutting board on top. And you could basically, push it, the cutting board down and you could use it kind of like a brine bucket. You can season it with it. It's easy to wash out. Uh, disposable cutting boards. I'd highly recommend that easy cleanup. Uh, you can get multiple uses out of it if you wash it real good, but you know, that's really one time use is what we use it and throw it away. Um, you don't have to clean a cutting board that much. Maybe, you know, if you get some spillage, you know, from the brisket and you go to slice it. Um, if you're looking for a new grill, I'd recommend getting a drum. If you're looking for something that's charcoal flavor, wood flavor, that's basically, it's like a drum is like having an easy bake and a pellet smoker and a smoker all rolled up into one. It's, you know, going to get you to 275, 250, 300, whatever temperature you want. You can dial it in, set it put your meat on, walk away, come back every hour or so, um, just spritz it, and you don't have to worry about ever messing with the temperature because the temperature is going to be there. And it's going to last you anywhere from eight hours to 20 hours, depending on how hot you're cooking it on. Um, and that's just some, you know, kind of just to name a few. Um, but, I mean, if you got someone that, you know, you're looking for someone and you don't know what to give them, hit us up. Uh, and let me know a little bit about that person and I can direct you into the, the right way. Um, and then if you're looking, I'll tell you this, if you're looking for some glazes, some like cherry apple, mango, peach glaze, um, we'll put a link uh, to the person's Facebook. It's El Chingon Glazes. I have them in our refrigerator. I've used them several times. I know people that use them. They are blow your mind. And whatever the flavor is, if it says cherry apple, you can taste it. If it says peach, it's gonna you're gonna taste it. And you can mix it with any sauce, put it on, you know, by itself, and it's gonna be amazing. Awesome. Yeah, and most of these products um can be bought at the stores, Amazon, of course. If you can't find it, reach out to us. We'll help you find it if this is what you're looking to buy. Uh, that special someone that likes to grill uh, or cook, do anything. Uh, we're definitely going to help that. Of course, you can certainly buy somebody some big Salinas barbecue. That's yeah. sauce. That's what they love. We've got hats and our products out there for sale um, as well. So, um, like I said, don't don't hesitate to ask us. Um, hey, I'm looking for this or this. What what what's the best one? We'll give you our reviews on yep. it, uh, and we'll help you out any way we yeah. can with that Christmas list. Yeah, and I'll tell you this: we won't. We're not going to recommend a product that we ourselves haven't used or wouldn't buy ourselves. Um, if it's something we've used, we're going to tell you, you know, if it's good or not. Um, if you love it, you know, we're, you're going to hear us blast it on social media. Um, so, I mean, you're not going to ever hear us saying, oh, just go buy this product or go buy that product and we not love it. Because if we don't love it, you know, we're, we're going to tell you honest to truth what, it, what we think of it. All right, all right. So we do have we have some questions and stuff that've been asked to us over the period. The main one Kim was how to cook a turkey. We kind of touched base on it a little bit. You know, it all depends on what you're what you're cooking on. Um, I'll guide you into the direction that you need to go if you got any more questions. And the biggest really thing I can stress is just cook with cook with love. Um, if you're not cooking with love, you're going to taste it in your product. Um, but when you're cooking with, you know, with love, it's you're going to be able to taste it. You know, so cooking really has to be your 
your way out of whatever is happening your you know that day you know for stress you're sad whatever it is you know once you light that grill or smoke or whatever it is that everything just kind of needs to go away and it should you know when you love cooking it's gonna it's gonna go away and all you can focus on is just that final product your favorite spice if you had to say what's your favorite spice that you like to use what's your go-to spice uh the one i kind of use a lot is uh holy smoke foul play and their picoso rub um those are really kind of my two go-to um just because you know they're so versatile you can use them on chicken uh the picoso rub is a, their infinite goodness but with a spicy kick to it um i've put it in uh ramen noodles and kind of give it that extra little kick to it and that's really good with it um and then another good one really uh, spicy caballero has some magic dust sweet i believe is what it's called um theirs is really really good and he's got some ones that are are spicy um, me personally i don't handle spice really well or don't really go for the spicy stuff but it's really really good you have i know you have several several smokers uh is it is, is there a certain smoker that's better than the other like i know your barrel smokers you got your traggers out there you've got your big one that we call dorothy uh 2.0 that's out there uh smoker wise if somebody's just looking to kind of get into it what would you kind of recommend like just something from academy or would you rather them go to like a place like char or something like that i'd recommend going to a small business um just because they're going to have better high-end quality i'm not knocking academy academy does have some good pits you know we got a vertical smoker that you know out back that we bought at academy that is good uh, but me personally my go-to one lately has been our, our drums just because they're so easy to cook on. Uh, I have a short rib drum smoker that's really, really great. And then I just bought a uh, Brothers Keeper smoker um, and he's out of Houston. Um, you can follow him on just Instagram and Facebook, Brothers Keeper Homegrown Barbecue. He has some good ones. I'm, you know, fell in love with this smoker once I, I saw, you know, you talk about love at first sight. That's basically what, what it is. Um, and it's, you know, it's really, really easy to use. Uh, if you're looking for an offset, you know, Char 380 has some. You can go to, if you're in Houston, uh, the barbecue store has some. Uh, but like I said, I would recommend going to a small business looking for stuff just because, you know, with this whole COVID going on, they need your business more than the big box. At the end of the day, you know, the big box, you know, five, ten years is going to be there. These small businesses, five, ten years may not. But if we go to them more now, you know, we may see them grow. And seeing them grow it's, and stay in business means more, you know, to us. Uh, and hopefully it does to y'all too. Awesome. Awesome. Like you said, uh, and he's right. We're all about small business. We're a small business and, and trying to hang in there uh, with this pandemic going on. So, uh reach out to any small business you can whether it's barbecue not barbecue and and help them out uh because like i said it's usually just people like you and me out there trying to trying to survive trying to feed a family and uh that's what we're gonna to do and, and that's what we're about is trying to help them uh as well uh along with just kind of saying thank you to people as well like if you're out there since it's thanksgiving i mean the one thing i always think of and you'll see it on our post is our veterans the people that fight for our freedoms to give us the opportunity to just do this podcast and keep us free our first responders that are out there on the front lines especially with all the stuff that's going on in the world that's you know this and that and the media spinning it this way or that way uh they're still out there doing their job keeping us safe on the roads and all that so uh that's a big thank you to those and just kind of thank those, thank your small businesses. And uh, of course, keep your questions running and, and coming in uh, from there. We're more than happy to answer them moving forward. You can send it to either on our Instagram page, Facebook page, Twitter, uh, YouTube. It's Big Salinas Barbecue. Um, you can also email us if you want. It's Big Salinas Barbecue at gmail.com. Um, you can find us on also at bigsalinasbarbecue.com 
you know, for your barbecue sauce needs, like I said, any kind of questions you have, uh, tips, tricks, whatever you want answered, email us and let us know. So when you're, you're going out, people, you're listening, you're trying to find us, any place you get uh, a podcast, you'll find us, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Of course, we'll have links in our social media stuff so you can quickly get there. Uh, we do want to thank uh, the mad scientist right here, Chris Bustos, for kind of producing this for us, getting us uh, going on this. We will be back in a couple of weeks here. So we're going to probably do it every, uh, every couple of weeks. The next one will kind of be more about the competition side and just your backyard barbecue, you know, cooking on some stuff. And uh, we may, we're going to try to get some guests lined up for that show uh, and going from there and keep your questions coming in keep your things coming in we, we love answering these questions we love helping y'all become the best barbecue pit masters y'all can become uh we're gonna learn from y'all y'all are gonna learn from us keep your feedback coming on anything keep the pictures coming of what you cooked uh looking at some right now they're just delicious uh making me hungry so but uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks uh, for our episode two we thank you again and then so we'll leave a last message from our pit master randy uh, yeah, again, thank you, Chris, and uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, drop those Thanksgiving turkeys, you know, your your meals. We want to see them. Uh, I'll tell you what, the best picture that we see, you know, is going to win some barbecue sauce. We'll send you a bottle of our spicy and our original along with our no bull rub to you for free. So make sure you tag us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Big Salinas Barbecue, and we'll pick all three of us and we're going to decide which one is going to win we'll message you and we'll send you that bottle just in time for christmas uh, so again thank y'all for listening i hope you enjoy the show and we can't wait till the next episode like you said we're going to talk about competition backyard barbecue uh we'll go we'll go into the biggest piece of meat and the toughest one everyone has trouble with and that's going to be brisket so i hope you got your seat belts buckled because this is going to be a fun ride for both of us and we can't wait to see what the future holds for us